Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, get your helmets on. Let's go, let's go. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. I feel that chill, smell that fresh cut grass. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. And the fans' high school insider, Big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. And Mike McGivern, my co-host, is Ryan McMillan. And uh, we're joined right now by Pat Miles. He is uh, the commissioner of the Southern Lakes Conference. And and Pat, you had it. You had to take a deep breath and go, "All right, good." When uh, Lake Geneva Badger came out uh, uh, after everybody else in the Southern Lakes Conference and said, "Okay, on a vote." Uh, four to three, we are going to play football in the fall. Uh, made your life a little bit easier, I would think. Absolutely. And, uh, well, before I go any farther, I want to say hi to Ryan. Uh, Ryan, always good to hear you and uh, appreciate everything you do for officials um, on your campus every time they arrive. Uh, first class program. And we always love coming out there, but just want to say hi to you real quick. But, um, um, yeah, definitely. Um, of course, we know the WIA had several Board of Control meetings that were determining what was going to be happening, but they basically left it in the hands of the conferences to decide what they wanted to do, if they wanted to be in the fall or in the spring. And yes, we are in the fall, and uh, I'm very blessed to be involved with the Southern Lakes Conference, a great group of superintendents, principals, and amazing athletic directors that are just doing everything by the book to make sure that these programs are moving forward. And uh, very, very tough to do. We meet every week and go over everything, setting our policies and procedures in place and our guidelines. But um, yeah, we're all set to go. Uh, all sports are all, all ready and, uh, and we're excited. We're excited, but again, we're doing everything that's required to make sure everything's done very, very safely. Boy, that's... Uh... That's good. Yeah, we, we had Coach Hensler on the last couple of weeks, Pat, and two weeks ago, 
I guess uh, he was like, man, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. We've got a big meeting coming up. And it was three to three. And there was one board member that nobody knew where he was. And, and I'm not sure which way he's voting. And, and then uh, Coach Hunter got up and spoke at that meeting. And he said, I think I, you know, I think I set the tone. And, and it was a, a you know, tone of, hey, let's do what's right for these kids. And, and uh, he was just really happy because um, now at least he had some direction. You know, it's okay. Let's get going. I don't have to be looking for games. I've got my schedule now set. And um, I think that that was really, uh, really encouraging for him and his staff and his community to get that support and, and move on. So I, I think that's really good. I, you've got to feel bad, I would think, Pat, for some of these commissioners, for some of the other conferences that have one or two or three teams that have uh, either made the decision or have made the, somebody has made the decision for them to play in the spring and now they're scrambling to look for games. Absolutely. I mean, you know, you had the situation that was put in place that yes, the teams could play in the fall or in the spring, or let's say you have an eight team conference like we do in the Southern Lakes, four could play in the fall, four could play in the spring. So now you split that up, um, which is very difficult to do. Um, let's say that you do have some teams that aren't playing. Well, now can you have a conference champion? Can you, all those things then fall into place? Uh, while at the same time you're put, trying to put in your policies and procedures, are we going to have fans or no fans? Uh, if we do have fans, are we going to be checking them when they arrive? The, pro, the procedures that are set in place for the officials and what they have to do uh, coming to a facility now, when they get to the facility, what their other requirements are outside of just officiating the football game or the, the soccer match or the volleyball match or whatever it might be. So all those things have to be put in place knowing that we do that and tomorrow everything could change and it's all, you know, they pull the plug in and it's all stopped. So we have to move forward in preparing and making sure that we're set to go when that um, that first whistle sounded. But, um, yeah, it's been a pretty tough ride for a lot of these conferences to go back and forth. Um, another thing. In the Southern Lakes Conference, we deal with three different counties, Kenosha, Racine, and Walworth, and in each one they have different policies that they govern. So we could have one team playing in one county, um, going to play in another county, and maybe things are different there. So you have to deal with those things as well. And um, so, yeah, a lot of different things, a lot of moving parts. But, um, again, I'm working with a great group of athletic directors and everything, and they just do an amazing job. And make my job much, much easier, actually. Hey, we, you know, Pat, next time we have you on, we'll talk about what, uh, what the uh, non, you know, no, 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 uh, non-conference games, no anything, preseason games in the NFL, what that has done for you, because you do some work with the Packers, and I'm sure you're still doing that, correct? Yes, I am. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, so, yeah, the NFL changed uh, a lot of those things, but yeah, 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 we can definitely talk in the future on that. We will. Please say hi to you, Carla, for me, and, and I really appreciate a couple of your minutes of your time. And, and uh, you might want to tune on the radio for this next segment because we're, we're going to be doing a segment starting next week called the, uh, the Superhero of the Week, brought to you by Kern Electric, that, Pat, I think uh, a guy like you is going to really like because it, it fits with uh, a lot of things that you, your beliefs on, on, on student-athletes and, and kids in high school. So, uh, Pat, thank you very much. Really appreciate your time. Hey, thanks so much, Mike, and thanks, Ryan. Uh, always good to hear both you guys. Great job. Take care, Pat. Thanks, Pat. Take care. Our next guest, we're going to keep him for a couple of minutes. He's Ray Hoffman. 
And uh, Ray and I have worked together for a long time, and Ray and I do a lot of stuff together. Um, I, I'm his rep here at Intercom Milwaukee for Kern Electric, and we came up with this idea, especially with what's going on right now in our world, to be able to highlight, promote, and celebrate one high school um, high school student. It doesn't have to be best football player, best volleyball player. It doesn't even have to be a student athlete, to be honest with you. But one superhero from a high school each week. And what we're going to be looking for is somebody that does above and beyond for their community, their school, their family, their church, their band, their uh, you know youth program. And I'm going to be reaching out to a number of <clears throat> administrators, athletic directors, teachers, coaches, guys like that, uh, that listen to this show a lot each week. And I'm going to say, hey, look, I've got this current electric superhero of the week. And I want you to, to tell me about this. Every school's got some. Tell me who it is. And we're now joined by Ray Hoffman and Current Electric. Ray, thank you so much for a couple of minutes of your time. How are you doing today? I am great. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. And uh, Ryan McMillan, who's the athletic director at Muskego, is my co-host. And, and Ray, thank you so much for, for your partnership going forward on, on this show uh, for us to highlight uh, a superhero of the week. And I know that um, it's going to, we're, we're going to promote um, something new going on at Current Electric called Current Cares that you guys have, have started and, and, and you're starting to get rolling with it. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So since 1983, we've always been um, wanting to help our community and help people and also help our children, you know, um, and really highlight the ones that do go above and beyond their normal everyday lives. We see stories all the time in the news about kids helping, especially during this pandemic, and we feel we need to give them more rewards for that. Well, I, I love that. And for us to be able to either mention and, and talk about um, uh, him or her or have them on the show and, and Ryan, being the AD at Muskego, I, I, when we talked about this earlier in the show, I'm sure five kids popped in your head. But for us to say, hey, look, you know, Kern Electric, who's the home of the superhero, if you don't know about Kern Electric, you need to get to know them. Um, a local company started by Chuck Smith, who went to Brookfield Central, um, very much on two different aspects, a, 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 a very strong electric, Kern Electric is a very strong company that will come out into your homes and help you with any needs that you have. And then the solar side, Chuck, Chuck Smith has really gotten involved and might be the guy in the entire state of Wisconsin, the go-to guy when it comes to solar, whether it's uh, business or residential. And the fact that they want us to be able to, to talk about these superheroes um, at the high school level. And Ryan, like I said, when we talked about it the first segment, I'm sure there was five kids from Muskego that popped in your head immediately. Absolutely. Uh, that that would make so that's what makes the world go round is people like these superheroes. And I give, you know, Ray a ton of credit for working with you to uh, to bring this to fruition and, and, and help us get this off the ground because there's so many kids that walk our halls that are doing great things that we just don't always get to recognize and this gives us another platform to uh, spread some goodness in a world that that probably needs it right now to be honest with you and uh, just some good old-fashioned non-political happiness from from kids who are doing great work in the community and and I'm all in on it and, and thank you Ray yeah absolutely it's a it's a great honor to team up with Intercom and uh, Mike on this and uh, we're excited about it and 
the uh, kids will get a lot of recognitions throughout our uh, social media as well. We'll have press releases. They may even get a little uh, box from us with some um, extra little tchotchkes and gifts. You never know. That, um, that's actually, we awesome. do know them, don't we, Mike? Yeah, we do. We do. But we'll, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that next week. And, and Ray, the other part of this, and, and you as well, Ryan, that I think is important is when, when you talk about high school kids, and, and I've sent a number of kids from Greendale Martin Luther over to Kern Electric, kids that say, look, I'm, I'm a really good student, but I don't know if college is for me. I, I, I might want to look into the trades. And, you know, it's important for us to have kids have that option and understand that a place like Kern Electric, who's who's really, you know, they're a very busy company right now in, in different areas. And if there's somebody who's a good student and is willing to get up and work hard every day, they want to talk to you. And I, I just think it's important for us to be able to utilize people like Kern Electric and some of the people in the trades that would love to be able to get kids right out of high school and say, okay, let's start your, your journey on what you're going to be doing. And when your buddies get done five, six years from now, when they get done with, with school and they've got a lot of uh, uh, payments to be made, you're going to be buying your first house. And we need to be able to tell kids that story. And Ray's going to allow us to do that, especially with the superheroes over at Kern Electric. Uh, if you want to know more about Kern Electric, you can go to their website, Google Kern Electric, and... Uh, it's a beautiful website, by the way, Ray. Wow, that thing is awesome. It is. www.callcurrent.com. <laughs> yep. And, um, yeah, we have a lot of information in there about our apprenticeship programs. Um, so we can definitely help youth that wants to get into the trades. And, uh, obviously, we support ABC of Wisconsin with their apprenticeship program and Mary Milwaukee with their skilled developers program. Um, so uh, it's important to train our youth and help our youth grow in their efforts and give them the recognition for doing so there it is he is uh ray hoffman again current electric starting next week we're going to name our first superhero of the week and if you're an administrator from a school athletic director or coach parent um you get a hold of me at the radio stations or if you know me you can uh call my cell leave me a text and uh we will consider a number of uh of these kids as, as superheroes, and we'll name our first one in next week's show. Ray Hoffman, thank you very much. Again, callcurrent.com uh, is where you're going to want to go, and, and uh, I'll be in touch, I'm sure, Monday or Tuesday. Well, this weekend we normally chat. So, Ray, thanks a lot, yeah. and have a good weekend. Thank you. You too. You got it. Well, let's get to a break. Hey, by the way, Ryan, you know where Ray Hoffman lives? Oconomowoc. Oconomowoc. Kids go to Oconomowoc High School. Yeah. That's all right. That's a good place to live. It's a good place to live. There's there's two good people out. Oh, no, they're all good. I'm just kidding. Let's get to a break. Rob Stoltz, head football coach from Greendale, will join us on the other side of the break. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaching Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Thanks for joining us. I'm Mike McGiver. My co-host is Ryan McMillan, the athletic director at Muskego. You know, it's interesting, um, Ryan, we talked to Steve Jones, talked a lot about servant leadership and the importance of that and making sure kids understand the importance of it. And then we have Ray Hoffman on and their willingness 
to step out and sponsor this idea of having a superhero of the week. You know, I, I think that the more people like Steve Jones and Ray Hoffman get involved in stuff like this and get up on the mountaintop a little bit and talk about it, I think the better it is and maybe kids then hear that message over and over again and understand the importance of getting involved in that kind of stuff at the high school level. Yeah, I absolutely agree wholeheartedly, and it uh, it will do nothing more than to help our, our school communities be a better place um, and celebrate the, the unsung heroes of our, our community. You know, there's so many people that go out of their way to help others, and they don't always get the, the spotlight. It's not like uh, some of the other factors of being the star athlete or the, the lead in the musical or the head of the student council, but there's a lot of kids doing a lot of good things. And, you know, I can think of, we have a young senior lady in our, our high school right now that started the key club and in key club international. And their whole foundation is to go out and help the community with whatever they need help with. And, well, uh, and, and did it on her own too. And one of those people in my book is a superhero and it's, it's pretty cool. You know, uh, we may have her on next week. You know, you're the first. I've gotten two text messages since Ray was on saying, hey, call me after. But, you know, that's that's perfect. She's exactly what we're going to be talking about. Hey, our next guest, head football coach at Greendale. And through the years, he has been so kind with the amount of time that he's given this show and, and me. And uh, I just always enjoy having him on. Rob Stoltz. Hey, coach, how you doing? I'm great, guys. How are you doing this lovely Saturday morning? Man, it's beautiful. It's a great time to be talking high school football. It's not exactly the way we've done it the last 15 years on this show, but I'm wondering how, how you're doing. You know, things are changed. You guys are playing in the spring. In fact, every school but Grafton in the Woodland is, is going to the spring now that Wisconsin Lutheran has moved over as well. And, you know, we had Coach Jones on earlier, and he said, look, this is different, but we just need to – you know, be prepared for it and make sure that we get these kids prepared. Wondering how you and your staff and, and the kids in your program are feeling about playing in the spring. Yeah, you know, I, I think kids, the community, parents, everyone kind of takes the lead from what you're putting out there as a vibe, uh, as a coach, as a coaching staff. And look, there are certain circumstances that are beyond anyone's control at this point in time. And Greendale is in no different situation than any other school out there. And so we have positioned ourselves to say, look, we're playing in spring. When you are met with a challenge or adversity, you can either splat on the ground like an egg or you can bounce and be a little bit more resilient than maybe you thought you were capable of. And that's uh, we are certainly taking the position of the latter rather than the former. And uh, we're going to be fine. Hey, Rob, one of the questions I had for Steve Jones, and, and again, uh, one of the partners um, with with this show and uh, is, is Patrick Barron uh, from Fastback Physical Therapy. And one of his concerns was kids are going to be playing um, late into the spring and then having to come back, you know, in end of July, early August to get ready for another season. Some of these, uh, you know, sophomores and juniors. And we've we haven't seen that before. And yeah. wondering your feeling on that. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm really not sure because that's more you're you're probably dealing more with the uh, the physical development of high school age students because look if we if we and obviously it's to a lesser extent but spring football in college lasts you know upwards of a month right 
And but granted, those are college athletes, college bodies, and we're talking about really half the length of time in the spring for colleges traditionally than what we are looking in the face of for our springtime, right? And so basically, you have May, June. I would I would hope that the WIAA does something a little bit different with, um, and it might upset some people, but with July and contact days in deference to those of us who are playing spring. And maybe that means we push the start of the season back a week in August, right? Uh, right. So I'm not sure exactly what exactly the WIA and other powers that be are considering. Um, but I do think it's going to, not only for the year 2020 and the spring 2021, but it's going to require some creative thinking, flexibility on the parts of all involved, and understand that at the end of the day, we're trying to do what's best for kids. And if you're, if you have that mindset and you really believe that what you're doing is in the best interest of those people, then uh, how can you go wrong? Yeah. And Ryan, you would, uh, you would agree with, with Robin. That's one of the, look, that, that, what he just said is the, the exact reason I wanted to have him on to, to have a little clarity into this and to be able to have somebody that says, look, this is, this is the way we're going to do it. And Ryan, you, you like guys that lead that don't follow, and he is certainly, with what he's saying, is exactly what uh, what we're looking for. Yeah, you absolutely have to. I mean, we we need direction. We need clarity. Uh, and, and a lot of times, we just want to know, you know, and, and why does change mess with people so much is, is the fear of the unknown. And if we have leaders like Coach out there that are, are defining the answers for us and helping us, get to a better place and know where we're at and know what we got to do. I think it helps everybody uh, specifically from a mental health standpoint. And uh, thanks for doing that coach. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, we, we're in a position here and as I said, we don't have all the answers, but uh, our kids are, you know, we started school this past Tuesday and this coming after Labor Day is really when we're back into our new normal full tilt in terms of full school days. We're doing, we have a hybrid situation um, we have a deep cleaning day in the middle of the week during a full week uh, on Wednesdays uh, for staff and students to work virtually. And uh, we're getting back in the weight room. We're going to be out on the turf for those student athletes, not just football, who are interested in, in accessing those things and physically and mentally preparing themselves. And, you know, we did a lot of that during the summer as well. And, uh, again, I think the vibe you put out there as a staff permeates to uh, the collective essence of who you are as a program including you know families and our kids are extremely excited and and fortunate to be in the situation that they're in and and they believe that and the energy has been great for our kids so far do they want to play in the fall do i of course we want to right but it's not in the cards and it's not in the best interest of us right now hey rob if you so with grafton um you know playing in the fall and, and putting a schedule together have you guys figured out in the woodland what to do with that one week, um, do you have a bye week? Do you find somebody um, that's looking for games to, to, to either join your conference or play a, a non-conference that week? What, has there been any decisions in the Woodland what to do with that one week? No, no, not, not any hard decisions. I will say this, though, Mike. Chances are I will leave it at this because I really can't speak. That's sure. really stuff not for me to speak to, but I, I am privy to some possibilities. Um I, I highly doubt that we will have any open weeks. Highly doubt. 
Well, now, you know, Ryan, now we're going to have to start some rumors that, like, Marquette is going to play in the Woodland for that week, or, you know, right, Racine Park, or Horlick's going to do it. Yeah, we we can start all kinds uh, of rumors. We just co- wait, we're, we're just coming on, you know, off of a four-month <laughs> rumor mill here, Mike. Come on now. Yeah, well, now I'm looking, Milwaukee Lutheran might be, I, I got all kinds of pious. I'll make some calls. During the break, I'll figure out what Stoltz is talking about. I'll t- Remember, Rob, I am the high school insider here at one. Oh, I, I do know it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen your costumes. <laughs> yes, it is. And it's not as big as it used to be, but it's still quite the costume, that's for sure. Hey, you and your family, everybody's staying healthy? Everyone's good. You know, we're we're very blessed. We really are that way. Friends, family, uh, everyone is, is being cautious, um, but, you know, as the days go by here, it becomes a little bit more, um, I don't know, not back to normal, but you become a little bit more at ease. And, and it's not a linear progression, that's for sure. There are some days that um, will still shake you a little bit at your core based on news that you hear or uh, things that are out there in the news. Um, but at the end of the day, again, it's put one foot in front of the other here. Hey, last question, Rob. Are the kids, are your, your kids back in school? Or is it virtual for them, or are they back in the classroom? Yeah, they're going to be back in school uh, starting their first day will be after Labor Day, and they're, it's uh, kind of dip your toes in the water for them for the first couple of weeks where they are splitting hybrid. Uh, it's a hybrid split where it's virtual half the time, in person half the time, and then it's, uh, you know, and I, I applaud school districts for doing whatever they feel is best for their community. And in our community, for our children, it is after two weeks of that model, then it's take a look at how things are going and make a decision that seems to be uh, most thoughtful and appropriate, whether that is a continuation of that or if everyone is fully in the classroom. Hey, your feeling as a parent, and if you take your coach and administrate all that stuff um, off and put it as a parent, we've had the conversation about the mental health of kids that you know, I th- we feel like, at least I do, and Ryan, I think, agrees with me that the kids need to get back into some sort of normalcy um, and, and be around their friends and get out on the playground and get to gym class and get some exercise in um, for the mental health of, of them. You're feeling on that as a parent? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we were in, we were in a fortunate position here um, in New Berlin, where we live, that our softball and baseball seasons, um, basically, when June 1st hit, we we were involved, and the kids just to see the it was it was kind of a a break, whether it was a real break or not. However, you like to philosophically look at that, it it felt like summer at times, right? Yes. Because the kids were out playing, the kids in the neighborhood uh, around where we are, and then driving around town. You see a lot of those. You see the smiles on the faces. You see uh, families and congreg- small congregations of people who you can only assume are either close or, or very, very close friends um, being, being smart and enjoying time together. And, at, you know, again, when you have that type of uh, scenario in southeastern Wisconsin where people seem to day in and day out, seem, for the most part, seem to be uh, respectful of other people and are doing things to make themselves to make their own life experience seem more normal. Um, that Again, that, that puts me at ease a little bit and tells me that as a society, we are going somewhat in the right direction as far as that's concerned. That's excellent. Rob, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. 
Um, other side of the break, Rob, we're going to have Dick McMillan. Ryan's dad's going to join us. He's a high school football referee, but we're going to find out a bunch of stuff about what he was like as a naughty little kid up in Wanakee. <laughs> Just, <laughs> well, is the show going until 3 o'clock today? <laughs> yes. Well, the first half hour is his grade school years. He told me he needs about an hour and a half, and he wanted to be able to do a Zoom meeting to show, like, some of his high school years, but I told him we couldn't do that. So he is Rob Stoltz, head football coach at Greendale. Hey, coach, if you need anything, please let me know. Thank you so much again for your time. I will do. Thanks again, and God bless you guys. You as well, Rob. Get to a break. Dick McMillan is going to join us again. He is a football referee, and we'll talk to him about that, but then we'll find out a few things about my co-host. I'm not sure if he'll be my co-host after this week. We'll find out. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern and my co-host is getting a little nervous the athletic director at muskego high school you know Ryan, I, I talked to your dad um about coming on and he it wasn't the easiest thing i've ever done in my life he's like nah i don't i don't think so i said no come on you're a football referee and he said no there's there's another guy that i'd like you to call and i called the other irish boy o'brien and he couldn't do it today so we got pat miles which is great and we'll get o'brien next week but I said, hey, you can come in and we'll we'll rip Ryan a little bit. He goes, okay, yeah, that I'll do, that I'll do. But I don't 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 get real technical on why you know where we're refing or or what about this if this happens. I said, no, 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 no. We will uh, we will talk mostly about Ryan, but then some stuff about the Big Eight and the Badger and Trailway and some of the conferences that he normally refs in. We are now joined by Dick McMillan. Hey, Dick, how are you today? Good morning. I'm doing well. How are you, Mike? I'm doing great. Thanks a lot for a couple of minutes of your time. I really appreciate it. So what was Ryan like in grade school? Is he a naughty little fella? You know, sports has to be really slow right now for you to have me on to talk about Ryan's sports career. Well, uh, I, I don't want to talk about his sports career. I want to talk about how many times he got expelled, stuff like that. He's an Irish boy. That happens to us every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, like just about any other high school kid there were times that uh, were interesting but ryan got through it just fine he did well he got it went on to college and we kind of know where he went from there so no he you know he's like any other kid uh didn't always make it on home on time but i pretty much always could find him he was probably at the school else lifting weights or doing whatever the coaches were asking him to do Man, that's good. I, you know what? And I told you what I think of Ryan when you and I spoke, and and uh, I think you, I think you did a marvelous job. You and uh, your wife did a marvelous job. He's a he's a young man that uh, is a good father, a good husband, and and really good at what he does, and doesn't mind being a leader, which I I really enjoy. Hey, um, before we get into the whole refereeing thing and and where you and and your crew are going to be and how far you're going to have to travel to get games this year. Can we? I, I watched a little uh, tape from from Ryan's uh, high school days, and and there was a game that it looked like they had twelve guys on the field at one point on the goal line, and Ryan scored, and and you were refing that game. Did you not count how many guys they had on, or what happened with that? 
I would like to see that tape because number one, every time Ryan tried to get our crew to work one of his games, we would accept it, but I always got a sub. So I was probably up in the press box also screaming at our crew, telling them, what are you doing? You missed this one. Well, I tell you this, Ryan didn't mind. You know, he didn't yeah. mind that. It, you know, it was pretty good because he, I think, Brian, you probably knew all the other boys on the field with the flags in their pocket, right? Uh, absolutely we did. And, we, you know, it's not just their crew, but we would always do some of those things on purpose intentionally to see uh, if uh, <laughs> if we could gain a competitive edge. And uh, we were fortunate at that time and scored and allowed us to take control of the game. So I bought him yeah. a beer afterwards. <laughs> It's smart. Look at how smart he is. That's that's good stuff. Hey, Dick, with what's going on now, um, how are you going to be roughing it all in the fall? Do you how far do you have to travel to get games? What because a lot of the games up by you are are they're all going to spring, right? Correct. We're in Dane County, obviously, and, and you know I live in Wanakee, so nobody around this area is playing football this fall. However. Now you get outside of Dane County, and I see that Sauk Prairie, Baraboo, some teams over there are trying to put games together. Um, as far as your question, how far are we going to go this year? We have five games, I think, on the docket right now, and our farthest is going to be, well, we got to go to Highland, so that's a little bit of a hike. And we're going to come over to do Ryan's scrimmage as well. Uh, so, yeah, that's about as far as we'll you'll go an hour and a half away somewhere in that area man just a really difficult time and and you know when we're talking to pat miles i don't know if you know pat from down in this neck of the woods but you know he's a he does college games on saturdays he does some thursday night games he does friday games and he said look this is for the first time in a long time in september i get to cut the grass on on saturday <laughs> And I don't know finance, you know, you guys don't do it for the money, but the, that it, for some guys, it's a little bit of a side job. You know, you make a little extra money and I'm wondering, you know, how difficult it's going to be for those guys, or are they going to be able to then pick up games in the spring and maybe, you know, do a little bit better this year than they have in the past. Um, were you, will you be doing games in the spring as well, Dick? Yes, I think I have six varsity games already booked for the spring um i'm also seeing officials like you said that this is their last this was going to be their last year i do not think they're coming back for the spring i don't think they re-upped their wia um you know refereeing contract so here we are going forward and some of these ad's it's going to be really tough for them to get varsity crews for their games i'm thinking the other problem i have is I'm also a baseball official and have been for many years. I have 20-some-odd varsity games for this oh, coming spring. I don't know how that they're all going to be affected. The ADs are already telling me, you know, accept it right now, but chances are it's moving. So we're still waiting to see on that. Dick, I, you know, I feel bad for, for some of these seniors. Um, you know, some of these kids that we're expecting, and, and you look at some of the kids from, like, Kimberly and cause some of these kids from Greendale. Uh, we talked to Coach Stoltz and Coach uh, Steve Jones. Some of these kids that have, you know, have gone through the program for years and were part of the youth program, and, and all they did was dream about their senior year and, and getting out there with the band plan and, and on a Friday night in the fall 
and and now they've got to adjust to this. And, and like Coach Stoltz said, look, you know, you can either splat on the on the pavement like an egg, or you can bounce. And we got to bounce. We got to go. I feel bad for some of those kids, Dick. Oh, there's no doubt. I'm hearing about it all the time. I still talk with Coach Rice in the area here quite often. Uh, I, I know some kids who just graduated. You know, their senior year obviously couldn't do any type of a graduation or party afterwards or anything like that. So, yeah, I'm hearing about it all the time. And I, I agree with you. It's, it's crazy right now, um, especially when you turn on ESPN and you're watching high school football that's played in Texas or wherever they're playing it. So, yeah, it's, you know, every state's a little different. we got to bounce, like you said. Hey, can we hold you over for another segment? I got a couple extra questions for you, um, and then we will cut you loose. But if we can, I'd like to get to a break. Are you okay with that? I'm okay with that. That's excellent. We're going to get to a break. He is Dick McMillan. He is Ryan's dad. He is a uh, boy. He's been around it. How long have you been reffing, by the way, in Umpen? I believe I'm on my 24th year. He's been doing it for a while. That's for sure. That's awesome. We're going to talk to him couple other things on the other side of the break. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. My co-host is Ryan McMillan, the AD at Muskego, and our special guest is his dad. He's Dick McMillan, been reffing and, and umping for, you know, 25 years or so. Hey, Ryan, when when he when you were smaller, and, and would you go out and watch him ref games, or were you playing back then, and, and uh, would, he, uh, would he get to many of your games? Well, I think when he first started, he, uh, he, he made me start with him. Um, we were... <laughs> I think I was a freshman in high school at the time, freshman or sophomore, and so uh, the Saturday mornings was always the youth, and the youth played at the high school, and and so I think I was the back judge or one of the line judges uh, on his first initial crew as they, we got going as they were doing some youth games, but uh, and I remember walking in and out of film as I got older to do a few youth games too to fill in and and help out that way, so it. Uh, I was voluntold to ref, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know what? Because he wasn't going to pay for that bike, man. Go out and get, get make your own money. I, those Irish Irish fathers are tough, man. They're tough. Hey, Dick, when when you think back at, at Ryan's uh, high school and college career, um, and even youth, when, when you went and watched him play, do you have a memory of him playing that sticks out more to you? Because, you know, I had a son that played college, high school basketball and college basketball, and, and I got a chance to coach him in high school. So I have a different set of kind of memories of, of, of being in the locker room with him or being in the car with him. And I'm wondering for you, because we had this conversation, you're really proud of, of Ryan, and, and he was a heck of a high school football player. And I'm wondering, when you think back on his career, do you have a favorite memory of watching him play? Oh, I do. I got many. Uh, yeah, let me tell you one story that really stands out, though. I believe Ryan was a sophomore, maybe a junior, can't remember. And, of course, uh, uh, the class above him was the first class that made it to state and one state. But one of those practices when he was a sophomore, I believe, 
he came home and he was so darn mad that he was obviously running his coach team and the number ones were beating the crap on him. And he just <laughs> got beat up back and forth. And he came home and I thought he was going to hang it up at first the way he was talking. And I said, waiting for him to calm down. He just said, you know what? That's exactly what Coach Rice wants to see. Who's that kid who's going to get up and take that beating and go do it again? Eventually, you're going to get your chance, and he did. And then he had a pretty decent senior year. Man, that's that's awesome. And you know, the we we've had Pat, uh, Coach Rice on a number of times, and and it's interesting because the first time I met your son was in the studio, and and he was the head coach at Oconomowoc, and what he talked about was Wanaki. And he talked about the, the, the program, the youth program of Wanaki, the high school program, and what happens to that community on a Friday night with a home game and he talked about it with such reverence to me like man this kid you know he he completely believes in in that whole system in Wanaki and he he loved growing up in Wanaki that was really important to him uh, to make sure that people knew that and that I knew it and it was a great place for for him to grow up and 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 play uh, that's for sure hey you uh you you're really proud of the man that he's become and and you know I told you when you come on you you got to rip him a little bit you go yeah there's probably not a lot of that to be able to go on the show uh but you said look when he got injured as a junior you know what was really impressive is that he came back and and had a really good senior year and it was a pretty bad injury so he got injured as a senior and I ah. think Ryan Ryan helped me out here I think you lost like five games during that regular season, but then get, was able to come back for the playoffs. And yeah, that, yeah that's, that's, that's when he shines. Yeah, I sat out weeks one through eight, and I believe I got to play week nine right before the playoffs. And then uh, and then away we go. And our, our the back story is our all-state defensive tackle got himself in a little bit of trouble, and he was playing on the scout team. And... Uh, uh, we missed a block, and helmet came right down into my ankle. I think I oh. basically shattered like the outside of my ankle, like a where you see so you see a pebble hit your windshield, and it's you know spiders of glass. Yeah. That's basically how the doctor described my bone to me. Oh so goodness. then it was uh, it was all hairline stuff. So it just it was going to take time to to heal and slow process to get back. And two months later, I uh, was fortunate to have some fun as we made our run. Did, were yep. you the were you starting as a as a junior, Ryan? Uh, no, we we had a uh, plethora of running backs that year. So we had two seniors above me, then myself, and so it was more special teams um, rotating in certain situations. But it was uh, you know this this program was built in such a way that if you put your time in you're going to get an opportunity as a senior and there were there's two good kids ahead of me and we had a great uh great camaraderie between the three of us and um you know so it was very positive and we had a lot of fun it's just a lot of different roles um to play you know hopping over to defense every now and again and jumping back and forth but uh never the the full-blown starter you, you know what's interesting guys is there's a lot of coaches that would say, hey, Ryan, you know, look, it's it's done. It's over. Appreciate uh, all the hard work you've put in the program. 
Uh, doctor says you would not be available till week nine. So you know what? Thank you very much. If you want to grab a clipboard, get on the sidelines, but and still be part of it. But the fact that you still got to play your senior, I think I could commend uh, Coach Rice for for that. And the fact that you were ready to go and, and play, I think that's pretty cool. Oh, absolutely. And they, uh, they again, you see, you heard Coach Jones talk about it and keeping kids connected. Um, I think we did a great job of, of keeping kids connected. And there's others just like me that had certain situations that uh, trust the medical staff and, and keep them going, keep them in film sessions, uh, try to engage them. You know, part of that time was you got kind of plugged in as an assistant coach and started learning things uh, from a different perspective that you might not see when you're actively involved as a player. So it uh, it definitely helped mold who I am, and it uh, I won't trade the experiences for the world because it, it it your life experiences shape your perceptions, and uh, I think I got a pretty good perspective on on what is and what's not, and and I like where I'm at, I guess. No doubt. You know, we might want to like add Dick as a co-host with us. It'd be that you know you know, a lot of mix, three mix on this show. I don't know if actually Entercom would allow that, man. Especially if we get O'Brien on. Can you imagine O'Brien and the three the McMillans and McGiverns and oh boy, oh boy. Hey Dick, I really appreciate your time and 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 thank you very much for coming on. And and I told you, you know, off the air what I think of your son and and his leadership skills and and the way he you know approaches things. I I, I think you know maybe the apple hasn't fallen far from the tree with that and I, I just appreciate you, your time and, and what you do for high school athletics and the importance of, of high school athletics have been in your life and you giving back and being an umpire and a referee I think is a great way to give back well thanks Mike I appreciate it and I also appreciate you doing this show because there isn't many uh, radio shows out there talking about high school sports and it's good to get it on the air man I appreciate that and uh the fact that I can continue to have Ryan as my co-host makes this job really easy. So, hey, Ryan, well done today. Uh, thanks a lot. And, and certainly, uh, Dick, I appreciate it. And thank you to Mitch back at the studio and Steve Jones, Pat Miles, Ray Hoffman, Rob Stoltz, and certainly Dick McMillan. Don't forget, next week we're going to start that Superhero of the Week with uh, Kern Electric. And I look forward to being able to, to do that and highlight, promote, and celebrate some kids. Um, high school kids are doing really good things in our community. Uh, so make sure you listen for that. Um, thanks for listening this week. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented, as always, by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.